The Full Toss Podcast from Chester Borton Hall. theme again you're most welcome this is the full toss podcast from chester Bolton hall cricket club Hi, my name's jim law and something special this time round i'm delighted to say that it's a ladies special time to review the season that was for the chester Bolton hall ladies first and second team a lot going on around the place, even if we did start late. So we'll hear today from Di Totti, who's been out and about with her microphone. She'll be speaking to Joe Herbertson, to Nicole Fisher, to Tilly Bus, and to Ali Cutler. It's Cricket Jim, but not as we know it. So, welcome to the Full Toss Podcast, where this time round, we're concentrating on the ladies. It's a busy old season, once things finally got going. Now, we've had Nicole Fisher and Joe Herbertson on the show during the summer, so we know it's been very much a transition year for ladies cricket here at the club. Well, I'm delighted that those two will be on this particular programme as well. They're joined, too, by Ali Cutler and by Tilly Bus. We've sent uh, Di Totti Titati with a roving microphone has been speaking to the four of them. But before that, let me just tell you about how the season panned out for our two sides. Uh, By the time the dust settled and everything cleared, uh, we had something called the Summer Series Western Division for the first 11. That meant home and away games with Port Hill Park, with Nantwich, with Upton and with Oxton. And as things panned out, they finished fourth in the end. They won three games, including a double over Oxton, and they lost five. Now, the second 11 with Di Totti at the helm, well, they played Lindo, Wisterson Village, Langley and Cheadle. So they played four games and they won three of them and lost one. So it was a busy old season. And where better to start than with Di Totti catching up with Joe Herbertson about all things junior. So, Joe, just tell me a little bit about the season. How did it go for the juniors? Yeah, so this year, considering, like like you said before, the issues we've had with COVID, we've had a bumper crop of new participants. So on the Tuesday nights, when we train from six till seven, we've had some new players, especially the younger age group, come and join us, which is great. We also ran our first West and South Under-13 Girls League, and we actually played a few softball games uh, in that across the county, well, across the West and South of the county, so including Elworth, Sandbach, Runcorn, ourselves, uh, Albany, which is really good. Uh, and yeah, we finished in September during Women's Cricket Month with a big festival, including the mums. So, busy year. That sounds fantastic. A really busy time for you, particularly with a young baby as well. Um, what would you say the highlights were of the season then, Joe? I think the highlights was getting some competitive cricket in. So, beyond the festivals, getting the girls playing some actual matches against other teams, making them feel like a part of the squad has definitely been the highlight. Yeah. And I think some of the girls are starting to become a bit more integrated with the boys as well, which is good. Definitely. So we've um, just recently had conversations with uh, Robin Fisher and Dave Atkin, obviously part of the junior coordinators, um, and we're going to amalgamate fully from in 2021. So we're joining the junior section fully, so boys and girls playing together. Uh, we'll still have our girls only on a Tuesday night, but in terms of membership, we'll be full, fully pledged members of Chesterport Hall. Well, that sounds absolutely fantastic. You know, I mean, I think uh, integration so- certainly is the way forward. 
um, because we've got some really young, talented girls there who will only benefit from playing some boys' cricket, exactly. which is which is great. Daisy Cook stands out. Sorry, just jump in that one. But yeah, Daisy Cook stands out. She had her first game for the under thirteen boys this year, and thoroughly loved it. The boys were really good, very welcoming, welcoming to it in nets. And then she took three wickets in her first game, I believe, uh, this year. She did. She actually broke a stump as well, and I think <laughs> yeah, she got player of the game for for that or something like that, which was fantastic. So. What are you looking forward to most then, Joe, about next season? Looking forward to developing the pathway. So really, the last sort of four years has been given an opportunity for girls to play cricket, but now to grow that pathway all the way from all stars, under nines, right through to women's, because now we've got a good, strong first and second women's team, you know, to get those girls all the way through and show, showcase their skills would be great. Yeah, I think also, I think in, certainly in terms of some of the junior girls that are playing senior women's cricket, uh, we've really got some shining lights there, some people who can maybe make their way to professional cricket, just like Sophie Eccleston did. Definitely. I'd yeah. love to take the credit, say it was my coaching, but it's not. The girls have gone out, you know, they've bettered themselves through different coaches, different courses, different levels of cricket, whether it's boys' cricket, girls' cricket, women's cricket, like you say, they've, they've really gone out and taken the, uh, the cricket baton and gone with it. Um, what do you think perhaps maybe will be your challenges next year in terms of what what, what might the barriers be to actually getting us where you want us to be? Well, as you know, Dan, we've just had this great conversation before this, but it's definitely volunteers, getting as many helpers down as possible to give the girls as many opportunities as possible. Um, barriers next year, probably making sure they have that step now from junior girls softball cricket to hardball cricket, but fingers crossed we'll overcome them together. Yeah. Well, that's great, Joe. Thanks for your time. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell me that we can share with our listeners? I just want to thank all the volunteers for this year, although it was my cry out, just a massive thank you to the Chester Chasers, Tim, Dan, Tom, Ian, yourself, Di, Sally, um, Suzanne, Curtis, and all of those guys. Just a big thank you and apologies to anyone I've missed, but it wouldn't be possible without you guys and the parents for the girls as well. Yeah, so thank and, I'm, you. and I'm sure you want to thank the uh, Chester Borton Hall club itself <laughs> of for, there, for all, yeah. the, all the effort that goes exactly. in there. Don't forget Keggy. Keggy on a Tuesday night prepares all of our pictures and everything else. But yeah, the, the ground, the clubhouse has been lovely. Like I said, the festival we ran in September, the bar staff, everybody was just so welcoming and we're really getting that club ethos all the way through now, which is a real delight. So thank you very much to Chester. And what a cracking job Joe Herbertson does with our junior girls. Uh, you can see her in action on Tuesday night at the club, uh, really putting them from the paces. Big smile on everybody's face with the all-stars, uh, everything else. Uh, she really uh, has, has put her life and soul into the club since she's been around here for four or five years or so. Uh, and indeed works pretty hard with the, with the county board as well in, in the daytime job. Uh, so, Joe, thank you for all of that, for all of your, your work. And we look forward to the progress next year. And look out for Daisy. The Full Toss Podcast from Chester Borton Hall. So next on Die Totty's hit list, then we move on to first 11 captain Nicole Fisher, who had a particularly busy year. Uh, great to see that she brought so many of the girls up and about to, to see some of the Saturday cricket as well. Uh, a face round and about the club um, throughout most of the weekends as well. So Nicole Fisher, well, first off, Die started by asking her, what did you enjoy most about the season? Um, really, I just enjoyed seeing all of the girls getting together. We've got a lot of new faces. It was nice in what was a bit of a strange time to get everyone together, just enjoying themselves, playing together, you know, lots of smiles on faces, which was really nice. Um, it was just a lovely environment having everyone 
down to training. That's the most we've had to train in in years. So it was really good to see. Yeah, just just picking up on that training point, I think we we started training about the beginning of June. I think was it something like that? Yeah, I think it um, was something like that. Yeah, and I think you know, sort of on average, I would imagine we had about fifteen or sixteen people, sometimes a bit more. Yeah. Um, which is, as you say, is the best turnout we've had in a long time. What 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 did you enjoy most about the training, though, in terms of you know what's what was different this year, perhaps that we didn't have last year? I think we've been really lucky because we um gained Alex as our coach this year, and he's been really good for us. He got on with all the girls, but he also worked us hard when we needed to work hard. Um, we tried some new drills. Um, we netted as well, which was really good. But I think everybody kind of had things that they wanted to work on, just really wanted to improve, which was yeah. nice. Um, I think we've got a lot of developing to do, but I think this season's been a really good start for us to kick it all off. Um, mm. But yeah, it was just it was just nice to have a bit of a run around and a bit of a laugh while we were doing it as well. Mm. I think it's good, isn't it, to get somebody who's independent from the team to do it? Yeah, definitely. I know that when Alex couldn't be there for one week, myself and Tilly... Um, we're trying to organise everyone else and we kind of neglected our own training. So it's so nice that we didn't have to do that every week because we may not have focused on our game as much if we didn't have Alex. So, no, it's been really, really good. Um, and he yeah. obviously gets an outside perspective and he's not afraid to say if he can see something that's going wrong, he'll tell us and he'll help us work on it. So it's really good. Yeah, it's good, it's good to hear that Alex has done a really good job for us and hopefully he'll be with us next year, hopefully too. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Okay, so thinking about the season itself, um, funny season, uh, short <laughs> season. Um, I think first team had eight games. Um, what would you say was the was the highlight of the season for you? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I mean, doing the double over option is always nice. <laughs> um, it's it was just nice to get some really good wins under our belt. But not only that, the games that we lost. Um, I don't think we were kind of rolled over in any way by anyone um they were all quite close matches um and it was just really good to see everybody contributing within the team um and we we all know that we've obviously still got things to work on but there's a lot of positives that we could take from it and yeah. we were kind of close on all of the games that we did lose we could have probably won most of them if not all so it's taking the positives as well yeah, and I think um, it's fair to say, isn't it, that, that, you know, sort of obviously you are one of the oldest players in the team now. <laughs> um, and we won't actually divulge Ali's, Ali's age, but, you know, there's, a, there's quite a big gap from between Ali and then down to yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think this year we've obviously had a lot of newcomers to the game, um, people who've perhaps never played before until they came to winter training in Dornets at... Um, Queen's Park High. Who do you think actually sort of took your eye in that respect? Oh, coming from not playing before? Yes, yeah. So I, we've got Eliza and Theon, they both kind of came at the beginning and they both really stood out to me as players who came every single week to training and put that all in. And I wasn't really looking for who's going to be my most amazing player. It's a lot of the time who puts in that effort and it was really nice to see that they were keen coming back every week and they were really putting the effort in to make themselves better players. So kudos to them for keeping going, even yeah. though they'd never picked up a bat or ball before. Um, it was really, really good to see. And 
hopefully we'll get some more girls doing that over the next few years. Yeah, and, and kudos to you as well too, because obviously, you know, it comes from your leadership that uh, gets people mm -hmm. wanting to play, you know, and uh, hopefully yeah. ne next season we'll have a little bit more competition for places. Yeah, um, I know we've got a couple more players who kind of showed interest right at the end of the season, actually, they kind of joined us or showed interest in joining. So hopefully, you know, we'll keep growing that pool of players and then there is that kind of battle for selection as such, which we did have every now and then this season. We did have to pick teams, which isn't something that we've had to do for a couple of years because it's been, can we even get 11 players out? Um, I know that when Ali was captain, she was scraping the barrel for an 11th player and die, bless you, you had to step in a few times. Um, but Is that a, I'm not sure that's a compliment, actually, Nicole, no, scraping the barrel. No, no, I didn't mean it like that, die, you know it. Um, yeah, but it's, it, it's, it's been really nice to see how much, especially young talent we've got coming on. So yeah. it'll be it'll be a good future in front of us, I think. And I think that young talent, I think, you know, uh, and you'll probably agree with this, is that we've got to make sure that we keep that young talent. We don't want them going off to somewhere else. Definitely not. We don't want them playing against us, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I, I think... You know, at the moment, uh, we've got... Um, we had Well, obviously, Bailey wasn't able to play very much this year, but Seren as well. Uh, both on the RDC. Yeah, the Lancashire RDC. Both really, really talented players. Um, yeah. It, we were we were lucky to have them this season. I mean, obviously, Bailey only managed to play one game, which was a shame. But um, Seren, until she got her head injury, she played a few games and then came back for the final game, which was lovely. And she was in great form. Um, yeah. She is an absolute delight to watch bat as well you wouldn't even think she was 15 looking at her um and everybody would say that to us they'd say wow who's that girl <laughs> she, <laughs> she's she's really really strong player and baby yeah. as well they're both going to be big talents in the future i think i think the one thing for me that with sarah is that she's certainly matured an awful lot from when she first joined us yeah um you know which is great I think, okay, so no, it's gone. Uh, no, no, I think a lot of the girls have, I think, despite their ages, even the 14-year-old girls, they've kind of grown up a lot in a year and uh, it's really nice to see. Yeah, I think they've had to step up to the plate, to be honest, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, and, you know, I'm all for making sure that people play at the, you know, at the highest level that they can possibly play that gives them the best challenge, really. Definitely. That's the only way you improve, isn't it? Yes, definitely. You know? So just looking back over the games we did play, um, obviously there was some pleasing results, and as you say, there's, you know, we, we weren't far away on the games that we lost. What would you think was the biggest um, disappointment for you over the season then? I think um, playing Port Hill the first time around was a bit of a disappointment for us, purely because, you know, we happened to drop their star player <laughs> on the <laughs> second ball, and then she went on to score 100, which killed the game off quite early for us and even though we played well perhaps if they didn't have that player we would have the result would have been different and I think we proved that when we went to play Port Hill away um, because we could have had it if we maybe had 20 more runs on the board but yeah. I think it is disappointing and the girls kind of let their heads drop a little bit so it was it was good in a way because they learn from it um, and they thought after the game, 
if we had have taken that chance, what would have happened? So it was disappointing at the time, but I think it was for the best in a strange way. <laughs> Yeah, I think you just have to learn from that game, don't you, really? You Definitely. know, any, any game that you win or lose, there's always learning points that people can take away, you know, to, to the next game or to take it down to training and all that sort of thing. Definitely. So, so looking forward to, um, well, I, I'm saying looking forward, maybe you're not, I don't know, but looking forward oh, to 2021. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think are going to be your biggest challenge then, perhaps? Um. I think it's going to be a challenge maybe facing a few more what we would call Div 1 sides potentially because our league, when we regionalised it for this year, only had the one side, Port Hill in. So if we are to go back to kind of Div 1 standard teams, we will probably be pushed a lot harder. Um, and we potentially don't have a couple of players for the first half of the season. We've got a few girls who have gone off to uni, so they won't be back in ki- until kind of july time late june early july um and then there's girls who are potentially doing gcse's and a level so that first bit of the season is always a bit of a struggle for us when we do have seasons like this so it'll be interesting to see what we get out of winter nets and who we've got to kind of start the season with I think one of the things, obviously, you know, we're going, we we know we've got to work on is our batting, isn't it, basically? Definitely. <laughs> uh, to try and make sure we've got people who, who can build an innings. But I think it's also, you know, there's a bit of inexperience there in terms of playing the game, you know, yeah. match management, if you know what I mean. I think the understanding of the game is something that we do need to work on, but obviously we've got to remember how young the girls are. So it is kind of starting them young with how to play the game um, because... They need to adapt to the situation that they're faced with, potentially. And batting, yeah, is a, is a big thing for us. So I think that will probably be our main focus when we get into winter nets. And, and talking of winter nets, uh, I think we've managed to sort those out, haven't we now? We um, have, yeah. Um, we've got a few nets booked um, starting from January, I believe, um, that Brad has very kindly let us have alongside his sessions. Yeah, so that Queen's Park High again, so yeah, that'll be good. So that'll be really good. Uh, Queen's Park High is a great facility, so we can get training. It's starting earlier than we did last year, which I think would be really good because we only managed to get, I think it was three or four weeks in last season before COVID stopped us in our tracks. But yeah. it'll be good to get started a bit earlier this year. Well, let's hope it, it, you know, that COVID has... <laughs> I don't think it will have disappeared, but let's hope that some of the restrictions have been lifted. Hopefully. You know, because obviously, you know, I think, but I think in the circumstances, when you look back at our season, then, then we've done exceptionally well. You yeah, know, to get I the think the number of people that we've got, and the fact that the second eleven also managed to get some games in as well. Definitely, I mean, to have the first and the second eleven playing on the same day is something that I don't, I don't know how long we've not been able to do that for. Um, never, but I think that there you go. Never. Um, <laughs> Not so, how long? So, never is the answer. <laughs> no, but that was it. Was really lovely to see, and it was a really lovely way to end the season for us. But I think kudos to all of the girls because everyone um, was really sensible about how they acted with COVID and everything, which is I think one of the things that made us be able to keep playing was everyone was just sensible, followed the rules that they needed to. So yeah. 
Right, well, I think that's probably about it for, for us now, Nicole. Is there anything you'd just like to say before we say goodnight? No, just a big thank you to you, Di, um, for everything you do. And obviously, Tilly as vice-captain, Ali, who is always there for a bit of experience, knowledge, if and when I need it. Um, and then Joe as well, who does an amazing job with the girls, bringing yeah. them through the ranks. So hopefully there's a few exciting players coming from that direction next season. Certainly there's a few girls that are sort of, you know, will be knocking on the door, certainly for the second eleven next year anyway, I think. Definitely, yeah. So just a big thank you to everyone who kind of helps and supports us at the club as well. And of course, um, thank you to the club as well, because exactly. obviously, you know, the, yeah. you know the, 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 the wickets and everything, you know, the work yeah. that Keggy and Tom have done on, you know, on yeah, the pitch for us has been fantastic. It's been it? a real pleasure as well to play on the first pitch um, so much this season, which is something that, I don't think we've done a lot over the last few seasons, but it's nice for the girls to feel like they're kind of first choice as such, which is which is really nice. Um, but yeah, everyone at the club, everyone who works at the bar as well, they do an absolutely great job. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really nice to have the one club community. And I think one thing that, you know, sort of that I've been really impressed with, with, with you know, from, for you, personally is that how you've managed to get the girls being more part of the club you know that integration getting yeah. girls down on a saturday afternoon to come and watch the guys play yeah, even coming down you know sort of and staying after training having a couple of beers and all that sort of thing which has been fantastic so so i'm sure the club appreciate everything that you've done and hopefully long may your reign continue <laughs> thanks man. yeah hopefully the full <laughs> toss podcast from chester borton hall great so winternet's booked and I'll tell you what, they'll come round before you can say before you can say Tilly Bus. Tilly Bus, who was Nicole Fisher's right hand woman, a vice captain and a great contribution to cricket across the summer, both on and off the field, as you'll hear, because not only was Joe uh, sorry, not only was Tilly instrumental in some of the uh, the great cricket that they played across the year, but she also got stuck into some of the media as well. And you'll have uh, you'll be familiar with some of the commentaries that were put out and. Uh, some of the, the uh, social media work that happened as well. So here's Tilly with Daitotti. The highlights for me would have to be the amount of people we had down to training and to games and just having that um, that community feeling in, in spite of everything that's going on and being able to get out and do stuff. So even just going to training was a highlight of the week for me and for a lot of the girls I know because we were all getting out the house and being able to be around each other and like social interaction it was just <laughs> it felt like a novelty almost but it was so welcomed and everybody was so lovely and so engaged yeah. this season it was great and I, I think you know I think personally that um, having Alex there made a difference as well what, what do you think about about the Alex being around oh definitely Alex has given some structure to what <laughs> two sessions that perhaps wouldn't have had as much if he wasn't there he's he's been uh, almost a lifeline I would say for our training sessions and for games he would get us in in the right frame of mind on game days but on training he would you know set us aside and work on separate skills and um, I feel like he really gave the girls encouragement when we needed it and gives a talking to if we needed that as well <laughs> yeah, I, I mean obviously you know with the bigger numbers because um, some weeks we had probably 17-18 people down there and that's really difficult you know 
for one person to be in charge of everybody who've and particularly those that have got like different needs, different skills. And um, I remember that you, you were taking people to one side though as well, weren't you, to do some uh, bowling with them? Yeah, I think um, it helps because I've, as you pointed out actually at that training session, I have played cricket for quite a long time now. And um, <laughs> You're it, one of the older players now, Tell you've got to remember that. I know, it feels very <laughs> odd. But um, yeah, it, just having that game experience, especially after our first game when the girls were struggling, even with run-ups, because we haven't had, you know, we didn't have... Uh, in the next you can't run off your full run up really so you know it was taking them aside and just getting everybody comfortable and working and getting in the motions of playing again um so taking them aside for the bowling and working on you know slower balls that kind of thing and just giving people variations and just a little bit of just game knowledge that some of the girls didn't have because a lot of them hadn't even played cricket before this season had they <laughs> well, no, I think there's you know, certainly people that spring to mind like um, Eliza and Fion who mm. hadn't played any cricket until they came to our net session early in the year in, in sort of indoor sessions. Mm. Um, I think they came on tremendously well considering that it's a strange season and, you know, we've not really had the opportunity to do an awful lot with them before we were straight into matches. Uh, yeah, I 100% agree. And actually, talking of highlights before, I think probably my highlight would be seeing Eliza take her first wicket in a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oh, where were we playing? It was... Uh, where was it? I don't remember where we were. It was against Moll. Oh, who did she play? Oxton. It was Oxton. Oxton right. away. T- watching Eliza take her first proper wicket there was unbelievable. It was bold. It was top and middle. It was, it was in a moment because she knew exactly what she was doing, and it, to be able to watch that and seeing her, you know, improve over the season and get to that point was that was really special actually. That was good. Yeah, I think we've got quite a few, you know, really good youngsters, haven't we? You know, mm-hmm. where I spoke to Nicole about obviously people like Sarah and Bailey being on the RDC on the pathway towards Lanks, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look back and I think at people like. Gemma, you know, mm-hmm. Gemma's been with us for what three or four seasons about training uh, until such time she was able to play. But what I really liked was the rivalry between her and Ali. Oh, it was fantastic listening to those two just going, us, oh, I've got one now, Al, it's your turn, or whatever. They were, that was really good. And their partnership was uh, something we relied on heavily this season, actually. Their yeah. partnership. I think certainly bowling wise, we seem to be quite a strong team. Would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. 100%. We've got some good bowlers and we've got variation as well. Obviously, we've not got um, many spinners exactly, but. The players that we do have and the bowling that we do have, everybody brings their own something special. We haven't got anybody that's the same. So it makes us a difficult team to play, I think, from from my perspective, because we've all got something in the locker. We just mm. need to bring it out. Yeah. And what about you personally then? You know, Was there a particular highlight for you in the season? <sighs> I just enjoyed playing, if I'm being honest. I fell out of love with cricket a year or two, like a couple of years back. And then playing last season, I really, I really got the got that fighting feeling back, and then just being able to play this year and being vice actually was really fun. Being able to, you know, direct the girls if they needed it, you know, helping Nicole out when she needed it as well. I think I've just enjoyed the season as a whole this season. I've really enjoyed doing the media stuff. Actually, that's another thing I've, mm-hmm. I, I've really enjoyed doing, doing the commentary and all of that. That was that was good. 
Yeah, I was going to mention that to you, you know, because obviously for me, you know, I think that's been a fantastic achievement, you know, to have somebody like, one, it was great when Kopak, Kate Kopak was playing for us, mm. but to have a dad listening to the game and he was in Dubai, how good is that? It's so cool. Um, I'm very, I'm very proud of what we've achieved this season. We've, we've had a lot of help from uh, students from Manchester, from Chester as well, but to be able to bring everybody together and to create something like that and have clubs like Upton asking about it and seeing how yeah. we were doing things, it was, uh, it was good and it was good for us as well because obviously with COVID, there's not much experience for sports journalists going at the minute because all the sport was cancelled. So yes. having that opportunity and having the people wanting to come and help was fab. Well, Kieran and Cal were fantastic, weren't they, to be fair? Mm-hmm. You know, particularly Kieran, you know, he, he spoke virtually every single ball <laughs> in every single match we played. I mean, I helped him out a couple of times. I was just like the, the filling artist. He was the main star <laughs> of the show there. Hey, I don't, don't put yourself down, Di. You were fantastic. <laughs> yeah, he, he's very... Uh, Kieran has grown and has really started to flourish in uh, in the commentary environment but he didn't quite have the uh, the knowledge of women's cricket at that at, at the very beginning which is where you came in and you filled him in on all of that and all of his knowledge has come from from doing this and from speaking to you as well so I think it was a real team effort from everybody <laughs> yeah I think it's fantastic you know sort of um and that's the one thing that I really don't want us to lose sight of you know we've started on this journey now mm. of sort of maybe being at the forefront of um media stuff for you know for women and girls cricket at a at a club level mm. I mean nothing happens at league level um, I've not, nothing ever happened at county level, you know, Cheshire level. I doubt for one moment that it happened at Yorkshire level mm. when you were around as a young uh, Yorkshire junior. Um, and I think it's only now when we've got things like professional cricket and semi-professional cricket, the, the media interest is there. But I feel like we're ahead of the game and that's down to you and the guys. It's been brilliant. Oh, thanks, Di. I, I, that's, that's very nice to hear. I've, I, that's exactly what we were striving for, really. And to to have you say stuff like that and to have other clubs interested as well and saying that they want to do something similar that's that was very much the point we want to bring women's cricket forward and in every at every level because obviously in professional we are we're going um we're taking massive strides in professional level aren't we to uh, to get into a level playing field with the men and if we can kind of up our levels at club level as well and juniors and everything it'll just you know, bring the game forward as a whole. Well, I'm not sure the men have ever had anybody from um, Dubai listening before. I yeah. think that might be a first. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure, but it might um, be. It might be. <laughs> and of course, Tilly, um, you know, obviously um, this year, then you should have been starting a job for the 100. Yes. And obviously that didn't happen. No, it didn't. I So I was... Um, very fortunately, was given the opportunity to help with the media team uh, on the 100, um, the new cricket format that was going to be coming out at uh, the beginning of this year. Obviously, that got postponed. Um, but within the last week or so, I think they've announced that it's going to be coming back. Um, yeah, definitely the 100 is going to happen next year. Um, you know, and the sort of obviously that fills me with a little bit of dread because I think, <laughs> oh God, that means Tilly's going to be disappearing. Um, but obviously, you know, we're, we're more than happy for them to pay a ransom for you. You know, that's what it, you know, we might lock you in a cupboard somewhere or something like that. Keep you under wraps, bring you out next season. <laughs> you know, I'll no, be here if I can. You know, I will. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, you know, you, you've got to go where the work is. If if it's down in London, mm. so be it. But you know. We've all got our fingers crossed, I think, that you're going to be able to do something from up north. 
you know, but so. but just have to wait and see, yeah. you know. And that's the other thing as well is that obviously you've you've started us on this journey. You've got this momentum going now where people want to know more about women's cricket via social media and digital channels and all that. I'm talking rubbish here, of course. Mm. I don't I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> social media and digital channels, but it sounds good. Um, but I think you know, sort of, you've started us on this journey, yeah, and it'd be great, you know, to have you around to help steer us through. Um, and I know you've already sort of, you know, got a few feelers out for, for some people to perhaps maybe give us a hand next year with the same sort of stuff. Yeah, so I've been in contact with the university um, to see if they've got anybody that's interested. And we've had some um, we've had some good responses so far, actually. Um, I've, um, I'm currently drafting an email to send to them all to see what their specialities are and see what they can what they can do for us and what we can do for them as well. It should be really yeah. cool. Sixty really cool. just the sort of person we need in the club. You know, somebody who's... a a really good player. Um, I mean, I know you're not, but you want to do a bit of work on your batting because you're never keen to go in and bat. I know that. Uh, but you're not alone there. We all need to work on our batting, I think. Um, but, you know, you're just the sort of person that the club needs because, you know, you're keen, you're enthusiastic, you've got loads of ideas and you're young. That's the key thing, you, you know, is, is about getting some new blood in to, to actually push us forward into the 21st century rather than people like me who are a bit dinosaurish these days that seem to sort of uh, take take charge. You know, people like you are going to be the, the, the lifeblood of the club. I, I just know that, you know, so hopefully we, we will still have you around next year. But if not, who knows, we may have to pay your train fare home or something like that. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for those kind words, though. But it's got to be it's, it's got to be reciprocated, you know, and you guys have, have completely welcomed all of these ideas with open arms. And I can't thank you enough for that. You've been so supportive of everything that we've been trying to do. So, you know, and even turning your hand at the commentary, you know, it's every every little bit has helped and... I, I wish I could take all the credit, but I really can't. You guys have been well, incredible. Yeah, I think that's the key thing. We're a team, aren't we, at the end of the day? You know, so, yeah. we're a team on the field and we're a team off the field as well. So, you know? yeah. so just sort of um, thinking a little bit now, just towards next season, if you mm -hmm. are around, have you any sort of, uh, sort of hopes for how the season might pan out? In terms of media or in terms of playing? <laughs> in terms of, well, terms of playing, particularly? I would like, I'd very much like for us to get into a position where we're more confident with our juniors I think there was just a little bit of we were just a little bit apprehensive with the bat particularly <laughs> uh, this season so I think for next season I'd really like us to be more confident with the bat and playing positive shots and playing and playing positively in that sense um, and just keep pushing with the field and the bowling that we uh, the attack that we have at the minute because I think that was one of our real strengths and to carry that yeah. forward next season would be fantastic. Yeah, I think you're spot on there, I think, Till, because, as I said before, you know, bowling-wise, we're pretty good, fielding, pretty good, mm. batting, we probably need to work on, and, and also that game awareness, yeah. you know, when to, when to run, when not to run, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when it's okay just to push the ball and go for a single run to, rather than trying to hit the leather off it. I mean, mm. there's all that sort of side of things that people have got to learn, um, and if we can, you know, and if we can keep people's enthusiasm and we can harness the skills and, and sort of make sure people get access to good quality coaching, then I'm, I'm sure we will back up, be back up where we belong in the next year or two. 
Uh, and I really hope you'll be there with us as well because um, you've been a fantastic vice captain. You know, you've really supported Nicole. You've been so, as I said before, enthusiastic. You're a real good club member. So if you do happen to disappear, then I know we're going to miss you. Oh, thanks, Di. Well, you know, I'll be here as much as I can no matter what. So even if the job happens in London, I will be coming back. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I say, we, we might be able to work something out. You never know. <laughs> All right. So anything else you want to say before we disappear? Well, I do you know what? I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to you yourself, to Nicole, to Ali, to everybody that's been supporting us behind the scenes. Joe, of course. I just I think the club wouldn't be what it is without you guys and uh the support is everything, isn't it? And I'm just I'm very happy to be I'm so proud to be a part of this club. I really am. The Full Toss Podcast from Chester Borton Hall. So when you talk about ladies cricket here at Chester Borton Hall, one name that constantly comes up, of course, is that of Ali Cutler. Now, Ali seems to have been here at playing ladies cricket at Chester for as long as any of us can remember. She's got a cracking cricketing CV, of course, as captain of the county club. And she's been captain, of course, here at Chester as well. So let's join her along with Di. And this time around, Di suggested that uh, we've just experienced a heck of a season. And uh, she wondered what uh, Ali's thoughts were. Yeah. Um, strange, but I think it, it worked out quite well for us in the end, really. What was, this, what was the sort of the, the highlights for you in terms of the games we played, the teams we played? Um, well, if you think back in April, I think any any form of cricket was sort of out of the question. Um, so I thought the league worked really well to get any type of cricket playing. Um, I, me personally, I enjoyed the shorter version of the game, so the 20 and the 30 overs. And just playing the west of the county, I thought yeah. was a was a great initiative. It was great not having to travel over to Stockport and things like that. Um, it was just really enjoyable. It yeah. was just. I think not having to travel as well, you know, certainly um, because obviously clubs weren't able to provide tea, mm. so you yeah. know it make, makes it a bit a bit of a shorter day, and people get home and still got time to do what they fancied doing. Yeah, no, it was good. It was really good. Thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, um, probably for you, uh, is this probably the first season in a while where you've actually played all the games? Yeah, obviously I couldn't go anywhere, so holidays were <laughs> out the question. Um, <laughs> yeah, not been injured. Well, I did I carried an injury, but we, we got yes. through it. Um, yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good to be part of the that sort of the whole season. Um, so yeah, it was good. And I think, you know, sort of um, when we look back over it, we, you know, there were probably some highlights um, for the team but and also probably some highlights for you. What would you say was probably the highlight for the team during the course of the season? I think the highlight for the team was the sort of the change in the, the captaincy. Having someone younger than me um, <laughs> at the helm. I mean, Nicole and, and Tilly, I think, have done a brilliant job. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, they've integrated us more in the club. Um, social media's up there. And it, it was just a, a, a really enjoyable experience to play with, with the younger players. You know, these kids are going to be very good players in a few years. Um, so if we can keep the likes of Nicole and, and Tilly at the helm... Yeah, you know, we'll be back up there. We'll be back up there in in no time. I think I think that's that's the key. I think, isn't it? You know, trying to keep that core uh, 
bunch of players that we've got now, you know, because there's some certainly some young, exciting players around, but obviously we also need the experience, yeah. which I think we lack a little bit, don't we? I mean, obviously after you, then I think Nicole is the next eldest, something yeah. like that. Yeah, just just the twenty odd year difference, but you know, we won't go there. No, um, you're still a spring team. Okay. <laughs> I wish, I wish. Uh, no, the highlight for the team, I think it was just playing the games and the way we played it. You know, win or lose, we we played it in the right spirit, and yeah. I think everyone enjoyed it. Oh, I, th- I think you're right there. Certainly, you know, I don't remember seeing... I mean, obviously, it's nice to win, isn't it, obviously? And, yeah. You know, I think we ended up winning three games, I think, over the course of the season. Um, I suppose it was quite pleasing to beat Nantwich in that in that final game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit, of a, a bit of a rivalry there. Yeah. I never actually played at Nantwich, though, but yeah. <laughs> I think they're, they're, I mean, they're a very strong side, aren't they, Nantwich? You know, they've got a really good set-up there. Um, a really good group of young players. Um, do you see them challenging perhaps maybe for some of the top spots next year? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, Lee Prince is, is just Mr Cricket himself. <laughs> you know, and he's put so much time and effort into the squad. Yeah, they should be in Division 1 or yeah. however the, the league, you know, rejigs itself next year. That They'll be one, yeah. of, one of the top teams. I think that's obviously going to be a conversation for the AGM, you know, is how, how we set up the league next year. Um, because obviously, as you say, you've enjoyed playing a different format mm-hmm. than the usual 40 overs. You've enjoyed playing um, on the west side of the county as yeah. rather than having to travel. You know, I mean, in the second 11, I think one week we went to Cheadle on the Tuesday and then over to Langley on the Sunday. And God, you know, that's like almost 200 miles in, in, a, in a week yeah. to go and play two 20-over games of cricket. So it's not great for the second 11 in that respect. But I think certainly, the, for me, the shorter form of the, format of the game is, is the way forward. Yeah, oh, definitely. You know, if, if we're trying to get more players involved, you know, they don't want a, you know, a seven-hour day. No. Yeah, but, and I think that goes for parents as well. You know, mm-hmm. there's some very supportive parents, aren't there? You know, who will come and watch every single game, and they'll get their chairs out and 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 watch the match. But there's others that just drop the kids off and pick them up later on. Yeah. You know, and I think we've got to obviously work hard in trying to sort of harness those parents to try and give us a hand with some of the stuff we'd like to do. Mm. Yep. Many hands, so- die many hands. <laughs> So in terms of, the, of uh, your own personal highlight, I've got something in my mind. What would you say it is for you? Um, I think for me, people think I'm a batter these days. Um, I think my highlight was when we went to Port Hill. And did we get 50? 52, 52, 52 50, yeah. Yes, yeah. And we almost beat them. We almost, yeah. almost got there. And I took... Four wickets, not blowing my own trumpet, but I took four wickets. I think three were bold, which I don't do very often in this day and age. Um, I think that's my highlight for me. See, what I, what I had in my mind was that six overs, six maidens. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, but no, no one remembers that because there's no wickets. No one remembers that. <laughs> yeah, but it's a fantastic achievement. I don't yeah. even know whether that's been achieved in the league before. You know, no. all those years, um, you know, bowling your allocation of overs and not conceding any runs, you not giving away any wides, yeah. you know, no, no balls. I mean, you don't anyway, you know, you're a very consistent bowler in mm. that respect. You know, so for me, as I say, I was thinking about, oh, yeah, Ali's going to pick those six, <laughs> six, six uh, without giving any runs away. But no, I know what you mean about Port Hill. Yeah. Um, you know, but again, a very good side. Yeah. Um, but take out a couple of now 
professional players, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> then obviously, you know, we were competing with them. That's it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think initially, you know, when we scored like 50-odd, I think we thought, oh, my goodness, this is you know, going to be a short game. But yeah. I think we batted and we, we bowled certainly very well. We did. And, you know, and thinking about sort of you know, the the batting side of things, um, where where do you see us going in terms of how do you see us improving on our batting? Because obviously we still rely on you quite heavily. Yeah, I think the more batting we can do, so maybe more game situations like like so during the winter, I think we should concentrate on batting. Sorry, bowlers, um, <laughs> but I think the more you can. Like I say, almost put them into game situations. When I do my one-to-one coaching, what I tend to do is I put people into scenarios. So I say you're batting for twenty overs. How you're going to build the innings, and it's also game game knowledge as well. Understanding that and understanding how you can build an innings, and how long you have actually got to bat, because we don't do any of that. Yeah. And I think that is what other clubs are doing better than us. Yeah, I think I think obviously you know having quite such you know such a young side, mm. um, there's very few of them that have actually got that match experience. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it's how we sh- how us, us older players, you know, the ones who have mm. got experience, how we, how we share that knowledge really. Yeah. In fact, another thing I liked this season though was was your rivalry with Gemma. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not just batting that that goes in um, partnerships. It's the bowlers as well. Yeah. yeah. And do you think that partnership worked well this year? I think it worked very well. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think we bowled well together. Yeah, I think um, Gemma's come to the to the fore this year, hasn't she? Because I yeah. think a couple of years ago, you know, you I think you said when she first started playing for us, even though she'd been on the sidelines for about two years, coming to training every week but unable to play because she wasn't old enough. I think you then forecast that she, she's going to take wickets. Yeah. And I think this season it's it's come to fruition, hasn't it? Yeah. I think she's leading wicket taker, isn't she, for the West? I would imagine. So. I think if you combine the, um, that, that might include the second eleven games that she right, played yeah. as well. You know, yeah. but even so, you know, wickets are wickets at the end of the day, of aren't they? they? Are. Yeah, yeah. I think she's done brilliantly. You know, um, is there anything else, Ali, that you can think of in during the course of the season that uh, maybe something that disappointed you? Um. I don't like to think about disappointments. I always like to think about what we've done well. Yeah. I mean, obviously disappointing when, you know, two div two teams have beaten us, but we'll learn yeah. from that. We'll come back stronger and, and we'll learn from that. Um, I think we're still going through that journey though, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. And it, is, it will be a long journey, but we'll get there. And we'll, like mm. I say, we'll, we'll be an, another force like we used to be, force to be reckoned with. Like we've got some absolutely superb young kids coming through. Um, and if we can keep them and we can keep the unit together... You know, two years maybe. Yeah. You know, and we'll be back up there. And I think you're right, aren't you? You know, in terms of, um, it's not just about the batting or the bowling. It's about that gameplay. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. Um, and I think you know, obviously, and that's where people like you, sort of, fast experience of playing the game. You know, at um, various levels. Mm. You know, sort of through your junior career, and then obviously being uh, county captain as well. Yeah. You know. It's, well, that's my role now. That's how I see my role. And the club is like a mentor, yeah. mentor to the well, any player, not just the junior players. 
you know. I'll... No, I mean, because you're a mentor, it doesn't mean to say the person's actually got to be younger mm. than you. No. No. I you mean, there's, you know, there's, there's a couple of older players, and, you know, <laughs> they are getting less, I must say. Yeah. You know, as, as some of the older players decide perhaps they, they're not going to bother. Um, but, yeah, I think certainly that role that you, you play there in as a, as a mentor it would be great. Yeah. It's just the sort of thing that they need, I think. And as you say, a couple of years' time, and hopefully we're back where we belong. Yeah, back at the top. Yeah. Well, Ali, I think, you know, sort of, um, it's been a, a great season. I think, I think you personally have had a really good season. Uh, I think you still are top batter. Yeah. Yeah. Still got it. Still, still got going, it, just, kid, yeah. Still going, just about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, hopefully you winter well. Yeah. Um, we've got some nets set up now, obviously, some winter training at the uh, Queen's Park High on a Tuesday. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to make use of that. You just don't know with COVID at the moment. No. You know how how things might pan out. Mm. And also but... some, something else, myself and myself and Nicole are working on is trying to get a partnership with the university. You know, we're yeah. trying to set a team up there, which will obviously help us. You know, if yeah, we can, if there are any girls or women out there that are, are playing, yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're working hard on that as well, so that can only help us. I think it's great, isn't it? You know, I mean, the fact is that now we've got potentially about 70 players. That includes, you know, from like the age of eight upwards sort mm. of thing. Um, so the future looks good, you know, but it's it's a question now of sort of trying to harness those ones who've got, who've already sort of made it into the first, second 11 and, and start harnessing those skills. So I think it's fair to say that senior and junior ladies cricket here at Chester Borton Hall is positively thriving. Busy times. Right, so many thanks to Di Totti who pulled all of that together for us. To Ali Cutler, to Tilly Bus, to Nicole Fisher and to Joe Herbertson. It really is exciting times for the girls. Right, thank you, of course, for listening. This is the Full Toss Podcast, back with Lee next time round. In the meantime, of course, please do stay safe.